when we say our Father, there's something that resonates in our heart, Lord, when we acknowledge your rightful place in our lives. And Lord, today we say we need you to father not just this church, but our nation. We need you to step in. We need you to move. We need you to heal. We need you to comfort. Lord, you're the hope of all nations. You're the sovereign king over every country. You're the Lord of all peoples. And we look to you today. And let me just uh, speak for a second, church. Let me just take a couple minutes, and you can stay standing because we're going to turn back and go into a time of prayer, but I think probably most of you are aware it's been a very painful week in our nation with the, the killings of the, the black men in Louisiana and Minnesota by police officers, and then I'm sure you're aware of the, the protest that was going on. It was actually a, a peaceful protest in Dallas, but then a, a sniper that, uh, in retaliation, uh, killed different police officers. There is a lot of pain in our nation. There's a, a, a lot of fear. There's a lot of uh, strife going on right now. And I want to say, what's, what's a godly response? What's a, what's a biblical response to what's going on in our nation? Uh, point number one, fact number one, Father God's heart is breaking. Father God's heart is broken. What, what's it broken over? Uh, first of all, death and killing. The Bible says the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy. I come to give you life and life most abundantly. And I want to say today, God's heart breaks over the killing. God's heart breaks for the families that have lost loved ones. God's heart breaks uh, for division in our country. God's heart, heart's breaking for the fear that different ones are experiencing. I heard some precious black sisters that said, I don't want to have children uh, in this day and age because I don't know what they would experience. I want to tell you that breaks God's heart. And uh, I don't know what ethnicity you are today, but I, I can tell you that so many people across the nation are feeling fear. And that breaks the heart of God. God wants to bring and shower his perfect love, which the Bible says casts out all fear. God wants to comfort those who mourn. And ultimately, we as believers have hope because we look forward to a day that's clearly spelled out in the Bible where every kindred, nation, tribe, and tongue is gathered around the throne of God. Bringing God glory, unified as one people. And there's a time where there's no more pain, there's no more tears, there's no more violence. So we have tremendous hope in that I want to say that Jesus is the hope for our nation. And the reason we're in these problems is broken relationship. First of all, broken relationship with God. It's broken relationship with God that causes hate and oppression, that doesn't let us receive His perfect love that's showered into our hearts and makes us love people that are different from, from one another. It's God's love that speaks identity in us and then we can love ourselves and then it's broken relationship with, with each other. And when God pours out His Spirit, what you see when the Spirit of God is poured out is you see reconciliation. And so what's a, what's a biblical response for us as a, a multi-ethnic church? So this, these kind of racial issues hit very, very close to us because you're talking about our best friends 
right? You're talking about deep relationships. What's our response? And I, I'm not going to take the whole message today, although I, I could, and it's worthy of it. That's just not the direction that the Spirit's leading, but He is leading us to press in for a moment. Uh, I, I immediately uh, started reading, started talking to different brothers of different ethnicities, listened to some very godly uh, black pastors' uh, messages on this. I'll also call and just some, some friends and said, hey, how are you? How are you seeing this? I, I want to point us to the story just for a minute of the Good Samaritan. And, and in the Good Samaritan, you see this disparity between the response of the religious people, the, the scribes and the Pharisees, or the, the, the Levite and the priest, and the Samaritan. And I, I want to say a wrong response is when someone has been the, the, the victim of violence and there's pain, the wrong response is to just steer around it and to, and to avoid it. And that, unfortunately, is what a lot of us do as religious people. Like, that's a natural response. Like, I don't want to get my hands dirty in it, but that's what Jesus was calling out, right? With the, the, the scribes and, and the priests, the Levites, those two that walk around. And then Jesus highlights a Samaritan so he's talking to Jews and he highlights the Samaritan and what you know is there was like tremendous uh, animosity and enmity between the Jews and the Samaritans. So this story, a lot of times we read it in the church and we're just like, oh, this is a story like telling me to be a good neighbor. And Jesus is actually addressing like deep racial issues with this story. And the Samaritan steps into the pain. And people of God, that's what we're called to. We're called to step into the pain that's going on in our nation. Even when we fully don't understand or even we fully don't know what to do. And the Samaritan does three things. I think it's in verse 31. Uh, it says this, he, he bandages the wounds, then he pours out oil and wine. And I, I just wanna point out three prophetic acts that Jesus is, is championing this Samaritan for reaching across a, a, a racial divide to someone who who the, in the culture there was in, enmity between, uh, first bandaging wounds, there was a commitment to heal. And all people searched, let's have a commitment as people of God to heal uh, racial pain in our country. Uh, how do we do that? Um, the first thing is I want to search my heart and say, God, what ways do I need to repent? Instead of like going, hey, those people going like, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? Like, I'm a white male. I, what, God, search my heart, speak to me. How do I need to respond? How do I need to humble myself? Humility always brings the hand of God, right? So what, what can I do? And, and whatever ethnicity you are asking the question, like, how, 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 do, I, how do I respond? How do I be a, a healing instead of a, a, a part of the problem? I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. Number two, pours out oil. Now, oil in the Bible is God's anointing and His power, and it always comes through intercession. So our first response in bad news is always, we're going to step in and pray. Like, instead of recoiling when you see bad news, your first response as a believer is always, I'm going to step in and pray. I don't know what else I can do, but I can intercede. Amen? And we believe that prayer changes things. That's what we did on Friday night. The first thing we did is we just said, okay, we already have a, a prayer meeting. You probably got an email from me. We said, we're going to spend a good part of our time just praying for healing and comfort for those who have lost. And we're going to do that in a minute. 
pray for healing for our, our nation. The last one is there's wine. He gives wine, and wine in the Bible often speaks of communion and fellowship. And that has to be our posture as well. And I want, I want to encourage that. And you would be here in this church if your heart wasn't to reach out to other ethnicities and, and to, to be a prophetic picture of what happened in Pentecost when God pours out his power and his spirit on all different people groups in all different languages. He didn't do it just in, in, in one vanilla type form. He does it in all these different people groups. And I, that's, that's what we want our response to be. Step into relationship. Uh, begin conversations. Let us be a prophetic picture as a church of, of building the bridges. And so in this church are people from 30 to 40 different countries. 20% of our, our, our church is born outside of the U.S. We're incredibly diverse. And, and you're already doing it, but let me just encourage you more. Let's be a prophetic picture. Let's, let's lead out in our nation in healing by building relationship across racial lines. And, and, and have the questions and ask and, and, and speak, uh, and try to seek to understand. I believe God's going to do powerful things in our church as we continue to humbly ask for his grace to move forward in this area. Let's do this. Would you turn just to, to, to four or five people next to you? Would you get in groups, uh, all different ages, all different economic statuses, all different races? Would you get in groups shake their hand, introduce yourself, and then we you just pray, comfort on those who've lost loved ones and healing for our precious nation.